Welcome to Alumni College, Classes Without Quizzes. This class, Facing Challenges in Today's Global Business, is taught by Dr. Carlos Juri Martinez. Carlos Juri Martinez is a visiting professor in the Department of Business Administration. He is Professor Emeritus of Marketing and International Business at the EGADE Business School, part of the Monterrey Institute of Technology in Mexico. He received his Ph.D. from the University of Texas at Austin. A three-time recipient of academic awards as best professor at Monterrey Tech, Dr. Martinez has taught numerous courses in Europe and Latin America, including international marketing, international business strategies, doing business in Latin America, strategic market planning, and the principles of marketing. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Martinez. Well, as Patrick was telling me, my name is Carlos. Carlos, and uh, I'm very delighted. I'm very honored. Right now, I'm teaching here... Uh, Doing business in Latin America here at Trinity. So, so um, okay. So, so um, at at the Agada, that's our grad school of business in Monterrey Tech. Um, we invite uh, experts and the private or the public industry to give it the the first uh, day of classes at the uh, business school. So once we invited a professor from Harvard, and so imagine us crowded in our auditorium and he was asking what which is the most important trait or characteristics companies are looking for when selecting a potential candidate and i always ask my students this the same thing and they would say well i have this bachelor degree i have this master's degree or, or graduate degree or whatever yeah that's important and uh, let, let me put some of them right uh knowledge um i communicate with other people as well. Um, uh, I have a, a great, I'm very motivated and so, so, so I'm not going to ask you this, I'm going to tell you what, which one is it, and it's learning. Learning, that's one of the major, so really is how hungry you are for learning. So this is one of my first messages I want to tell you. It doesn't matter, nothing, I mean, uh, we just heard a, a moment ago about uh, Dante, and he was telling us the importance of, of also continue learning. And one of the first things he asked us, uh, when you first started, after you finished Trinity, did you continue with the same, with the same uh, area? And most of us said, no, my, my PhD, my, my, my major is quantitative methods and marketing. I teach international business now. Nothing to do with it. Well, a little bit. So that's what I'm trying to tell you, because it's very important to continue learning, right? As uh, uh, Albert Einstein said, I have no special talents. I'm just first passionately curious. So please, that's one of the, my first messages I want to tell you. And this, if you can see here, it's uh, October 2019, three days ago. I was reading this about this is an, uh, a, a conference that uh, that that was. Uh, that, that was the mentioned in, in Miami as well. During the next three years, about 120 million professors of the 10 largest economies of the world will have to train and reclassify themselves because of artificial intelligence. So this is from the vice president of, of IBM. Okay, so, of the, so that's important. I mean, how uh, you, you graduated from Trinity in, whatever year was it just remember some of our areas come obsolete very quickly for example since here the life of the skills 
they reduce it drastically after three years it will become obsolete so uh, so any impact international business so I, so I put this with the uncle sam so remember i want you to learn remember that remember that okay so so remember that the surface is bacon right he said knowledge is the power so if we are in international business or in business per se we need to have constantly knowing what's going on in the world well carlos wait a moment i mean uh, I work here in San Antonio, I'm an entrepreneur, I have a, this, this company. I don't care much about international business. Wait, wait, I mean, I'm going to explain a little bit more. It doesn't matter if you're only here in San Antonio or here in Texas or only in the United States. This is international business. We must, what's going on in the world? So let me tell you a little bit of, of history of international business, a little bit of history. Uh, 1995, 1990, some of you maybe were not born, but anyway, how many universities in the U.S. had international business, international managers, major program? As Patrick was telling me a, a moment ago, um, I was very fortunate to begin the Bachelor of International Business in Monterey Tech. And uh, so I did a lot of studies. I mean, what universities in the world, United States, have international business? Okay, a few, a lot, can anybody guess? Well, let me tell you, let me tell you, not many, not many. Why? Why was that? Why was that? Well, let me tell you, 1990, what was the U.S. Uh, population? Around 250 million. Okay, fine. What about, I mean, very rich country, very rich country. Like I'm going to give you here 1990, uh, the United States, well, one of the, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, per capita GDP per capita of the world. We see the first ones are the ones that have pretty much oil, right? That's where their per capita is very, very high. So, so a large country with rich, quote, rich people. So why worry? So people say, we have international business. Ah, we, we can stay here. We, we, we can exploit our market. It's enough. It's big enough with money. Yeah. But so how many universities right now, 2019? Most of them. So, so what happened? What happened? I mean, it's a completely new world. Well, let me tell you, this is part of my, uh, my lecture, right? It has to do with challenges we're having in international. So the world became smaller. We know that communication. We could communicate very easily with the internet and all these Skype and Zoom and so many things, right? Distance, again. Uh, globalization so there's more international deals going around and we can see uh, that it could be a threat or it could be an opportunity I just told you I'm a small company here in San Antonio well this is a huge threat what's going on all the companies are coming to Texas and uh, I mean we have to be aware have information of what's going on okay by the way when the globalization starts so I gave you here a little bit of it really be, it says here, um, there's a first debate about scholars when the globalization began, but pretty much around the 1980s. So it's a re very recent uh, a concept, pretty much recent concept. So now we, we speak about glo globalization it's here in the United States and other developed countries. In other parts of the world, there are developing countries and so forth. It's, it's another way of thinking. But anyway, anyway. So what are the most important challenges? That that's what my lecture here, right? Uh, in confronting today's economy, well, uh, environment. Well, let me tell you some. Economic crisis. 
I mean, that's a fact. If you are reading what's going on in the world, and uh, a problem with pigs, what are pigs? These are uh, European companies that somebody mentioned is Portugal, Italy, Greece, and Spain. Okay, and they're coming out. Some of them are coming out a little bit. By the way, we have to be very, what's going on with Brexit? I don't know if you, you've been reading what's going on. And still, the 31, 31st of October will be a very important uh, uh, a day for them. Still, Ireland is trying to say, wait a moment, we, we want to continue with the, in the European Union, but we're part of the United Kingdom, so there's, there's some things going around. The, the new uh, prime minister has many problems. The before minister, she had to resign. There's a lot of things going on with Brexit. But anyway, the real zone, what's going on with China? What's going on with China and the... Uh, my God, what happened here? Yeah. Uh, the, the, the impact, okay. So I was telling you about economic. The growing pains, uh, GDP uh, forecast 2019, not very good. Not very good. Uh, of the com countries, we can see it here. Uh, the countries, some of them are not going to grow. The ones that are going to grow pretty much under Asia. It says here, or Syria, whatever it is. But, but look, it, it, and pretty much in Vietnam. Oh my God. So anyway, so the world is going. So this is changing. Why is this changing? Can I ask you that? Well, well and, uh, another thing is more protectionism is expected. Look what I... Can you see the date? Two days ago. Two days ago. This is a CNN business. U.S. will work here with Europe. Europe? I thought the problem was with China. Well, now it's Europe. Now it's Europe. And uh, by the way, I was reading uh, a moment ago, well, this morning, how, for example, the, uh, the Irish whiskey was going to be uh, more expensive. And also the cheese. What kind of cheese I forgot? Parmesan, right? Or something like that. For us here in the States, okay? So uh, the United States plans to impose tariff of 7.5 billion October the 18th, two weeks from now, and could damage the uh, trade law. Uh, okay. So anyway, so if the United States goes ahead with the tariffs, most likely Europe will. This is international business. So, okay, my, my God, I mean, we're worried, and the more challenges, for, for international business. Okay, well, anyway, let me get. The thing is, we have to be optimistic. And I like the phrase of this uh, Sir Winston Churchill. I mean, oh my God, Carlos, you're telling a lot of negative things. There's sort of opportunities as well. Let me tell you, Dante was telling you a little bit about Mexico. And uh, I live in Mexico, coming back and forth with my wife. And uh, there was this, uh, a sense of insecurity about, I don't know, 20 years ago, 15 years ago, a little bit, much, much better right now. So many people that have their, their home outside Monterrey, that, uh, they began to have uh, very afraid. So they began to, uh, th their homes and were large land were beginning to be sold at very small pr uh, prices. People took advantage of that. Some friends of mine said, I'm going to buy that because the people are scared and that's why they're, they're selling their homes and the, their properties. My God, now it's beginning to be rise again. It's an opportunity. So when there's, again, an optimist sees opportunity in every difficulty. Yeah, so, so let's be optimistic, right? So, uh, okay, another challenge. Uh, company needs to be more efficient, improve productivity, adapt better to changing marketplace, respond quickly. We know that, right? 
What's going on with Blockbuster? They're finishing, right? They're closing. Uh, uh, Payless Shoes, uh, Sears. Uh, uh, I could give you a lot of examples. Xerox, the most recently, I saw this uh, a week ago, uh, uh, Forever 21 is closing. What's going on, right? Okay, well, but at the same time, which ones are the best performance? Again, this is June of 2019. I, I got this list. I mean, all these companies. So I, we can see there Apple and we can see there uh, Amazon and uh, et cetera, et cetera. I put here Walmart. I skipped 12 and 13. The thing is, for example, Walmart is very quickly in responding to the habits of the people and all full information technology. They know what's going on in stores, they change and constantly, constantly. All right, so what else, what else? So, okay, so another, another thing, why another challenge we have, the local market is being saturated. That means that, uh, again, uh, so now companies are looking, even if it's a small company, even small companies are looking through the internet because they don't have that much, uh, uh, how can I say, all these capacities and things like that. So there's a great challenge and opportunities also, even for small companies. Uh, so, so what countries should we choose? What factors should we consider? And uh, well, this is an analysis we do in, in business. Maybe you have heard about SWOT analysis, but when we speak of international marketing, international business, we, we look at uh, a pestle. Politics, economy, social, so this is the macro environment. How many countries, that's a challenge. Which one should we, should we choose? And uh, okay, so it's political, uh, economy, social, technological, environment, and legal. By the way, which one do you think is the most important? Which one do you think is the, the most critical? Um, for, because maybe this particular country you're thinking of doesn't have much competition. There's a great market there. Uh, the infrastructure is there. But if one of these is negative, people are not going to, not going to, uh, to choose it. Which one? Well, okay, it has to do with legal, but it has to do with political risk. But they're pretty much tied up. So, would you invest in Venezuela right now? I don't think so. I mean, it's so sad what's going on in Venezuela. We have uh, friends over there, and it's, well, anyway, anyway, so people would not go there. Would not go there. What else? Should we choose a developed country? Should we develop a, a BRIC? BRIC stands for Brazil, Russia, India, and China. All of these are pretty much growing. That's what, or a BEM, big emerging market. That's a very important issue. Because again, if you decide what and what country to choose, well, there are uh, uh, companies that have more information about the BRIC, about the, about the BEM. It's really BRICS, also South Africa. But, but BEM, but so let me give you very quickly, uh, I was very fortunate to teach at Thunderbird. Thunderbird is considered one of the best uh, uh, graduate schools in international management. Very fortunate to teach there five times. And uh, so I saw this this uh, this uh, uh, magazine from them. By the way, it's in Arizona. And uh, and one of the articles said, Vietnam land of opportunities. Vietnam land of opportunities. When I began reading this this article, is that when you think of Vietnam, what are you thinking of? War, jungle, diseases? No, no, please. Vietnam right now, I hope you, I don't know if you've been to Vietnam. We have, my family and myself, this is a tourist. 
and uh, very interesting, very young population, eager to buy Western uh, products. So again, when I teach international business, please don't op open your eyes, look for information. Vietnam is a BIM. For example, BIMs in Latin America. What are the BIMs, big emerging markets in Latin America? Very easy, ABC plus Mexico. Argentina, Brazil, Chile, Mexico, and then two runner-ups, runner Colombia, <coughs> Colombia and Peru, okay? So, so again, it, it makes our life much easier as an international business when we're choosing what, what country, there are a lot of information. There's a lot of information, okay? Another importance uh, uh, is to adapt products. Um, sometimes say, well, uh, Disneyland in Paris, a complete failure at the beginning, complete failure, because the most important people that Disney had were very successful, and they said, it's success here, we're going to go to Paris, it's going to be successful as well. No, we were very nearsighted for many things, many different things, why? Right now, still, they're struggling, and they cannot move Disney Paris to another place. I mean, there's a lot of investment over there. So they're doing a little bit much better. But you have to, you have to what is called localization. What does it mean? Think global, act local. And the, the, the most uh, common example is it's McDonald's. I mean, when you go to Europe, if you have children, as we did, uh, we would eat it, my wife and I, anything in Germany, whatever. But our kids, uh, McDonald's, McDonald's, McDonald's. Because pretty much the same thing. But anyway, they, they also adapt. They also adapt. Can we think of McDonald's in India? Well, it's not beef. So the kinds of things, et cetera, et cetera. We can see South Korea, there's more honey, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. In Germany, or, or obviously in other McDonald's, they sell beer. They have to adapt. So that's a classical example of localization. What else? What else? But by the way, why is culture important in international business? Well, these are the reasons influenced by behavior. Who buys it? What do they buy? Where do they buy, etc., etc. For example, in, in Saudi Arabia, it's a very, pretty much, or, or, or Arab countries in general, pretty much a, a, a masculine country. A masculine country. Uh, very recently as well, for example, in Saudi Arabia, now the woman can drive a car. What? They have a, now they, their own driver's license. Well, because we live here in the United States, we don't think this is happening, you know, you know, in other parts of the world, that the woman is like a sort of saint. Fortunately, this is pretty much going out, out of the way and everybody's treating, pretty much trying to treat everybody the same thing, but that's important. In some countries, even if it's a, I remember looking at the video from Harvard, by the way, and uh, when they introduced uh, the, how do you call it in English, uh, the uh, uh, contraceptive pill to have to not have children, and I saw this video. This is for women, right? When it began, well, there was this man explaining to other men, "Come on, it's a women's thing. How come?" Well, because in this country, that's the way it used to be, hopefully, right? So that's important. Another, uh, it, it affects product development, promotion, distribution, and pricing. Um, Walmart, very successful in Mexico. Oh my God, I didn't even have a, a corporation called Walmex. It belongs to Walmart. But it's a corporation. It began very slowly. It's Walmex because from Walmex, they go to, to Central and South America. It's like doing a little bit of, of uh, uh, delegation, delegation. 
Okay. Um, but but at the same time, Walmart has failed in Brazil, has failed in, in Germany. Why? It's very important cases that we discussed this in class. Very interesting. And uh, But anyway, anyway. And then the management style. That's another way. I mean, when we speak of culture, sometimes we divide what well, Western culture and Eastern culture very different. Very different in many, many things. Just remember, in, in the Western culture, pretty much it's individual, in general, I'll take it in general. In the Eastern world, it's a little bit more in, in group, in group participation. Very interesting when we see, for example, children playing in, in, in a, in a, on, on a match. I remember seeing a video where there was this, this boys, one of the, I, I think it was in Japan, but I don't remember, I think it was Japan, and they were playing baseball, they didn't keep the score. They didn't care who wins or who doesn't win. The objective is oh, everybody must play. Doesn't matter your physical appearance, doesn't matter if you're good or bad. So very different. The, the objectives are very different. In our, in our Western world, success, we want to win, and, 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 and uh, progress, and youth, and all of these values that we have in, in our system. So management style. Uh, a successful international business must be an expert on cultures. So fortunately, in this area, in this era, now it's very easy. There's, there's a lot of information. I'm going to pretty much end with that. There's a lot of information that we can have so we can be prepared. Uh, so that's what I'm saying here. Finally, two URLs. What, what are the URL web pages? It stands for Uniform Resource Locator. It means that www.ta-ta-ta-ta-ta, that's a URL, okay? So I hope you remember this or take notes. If you're interested, I'm going to give you two very important URLs. The first one is called export.gov. I mean, it, this is from the United States government and you can find many, many things. This is what we consider a gold mines of information. Uh, in my classes, international marketing, international business, I asked our students to, to develop an international marketing plan, international business plan, and many of the things you got it from here. So that's, a, that's an important one. And another one, this is one of the best. This is very complete. Maybe you can ne have not heard about Cybers, Centers for International Business Education and Research. And this thing, I don't know why, sits here, but not here. Uh, so this is the page. Uh, Cybers are institutions in the United States that compete for, for, for funds and in different universities. And uh, so to get the funds, they have to submit proposals. And they will say, well, this, I need $1 million, 200,000, 3 million or whatever. If they get the money, they would work on those proposals and put them on the internet free for us. This is a very important uh, uh, a gold mine of information. Uh, so this is one uh, the, uh, from, uh, MSU, Michigan State, uh, 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 Mr. Professor Martinez is telling you, uh, Michigan State University cyber is considered the best, but there are about 20, 20, and to be honest with you, I've seen two or three because this one has everything. This one has everything. So what do I mean by everything? Uh, what do you need to be successful in international business? I mean, Carlos, you just showed us some, some challenges we have here, and uh, well, one of the things, for example, we need to know the culture, um, uh, the uh, the language. All of this is uh, on the. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. All of these are, are in uh, in global age of the MSU. 
uh, okay, so research, this is the macro environment, trade, trade laws, tutorials. Tutorials are very important, remember that. I mean, um, I told you that, uh, I, I have, I'm going to make a, a fast confession. I have never taken an international course in my life, bachelor, master's, or PhD, never. I did it by myself. I began by accident teaching international marketing, and then, I mean, I fell in love, can I say that, with this area. Okay, so I'm almost finishing. Okay, your attention please. I'm glad you're here because this is a very good way to to get uh, business uh, uh, opportunities. Looking for international business opportunities, buy and sell. Well, again, MSU, I'm gonna put it here. MSU Global Edge, it has it. If you go to trade, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back. If you click here, trade, I'm sorry, trade leads, you will get this page. Okay, you will get this page, and these guys already did the the, the, uh, the homework for us. When we're looking maybe for a hotel, we look at the stars, uh, opinions, opinions of the people, 8.5 or 10, wow, whatever, whatever it is. So these guys already did our, so so we can get uh, 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 to look for opportunities by looking a specific country, Argentina, or, or global all over the world, or, or in Asia, or whatever it is. So like I said, this is one, two of my most favorites. So I hope you, you remember these, at least these two uh, places that uh, you can find. What else, what else, what else? Final thoughts. Well, I, from the very beginning, I thought about that. Develop a passion for learning. If you do, you will never cease to go.